0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: You may not always like his opinion, but you can bet he'll have one. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Great to have you with us.
0: Sunday edition of The Green Show on Forest Radio Network. There's a university professor from uh, Sunnybrook University, New York, who says Donald Trump, this is according to a format he's worked out, says Donald Trump has an 87% chance of winning the election on November the 8th. Not just Donald Trump, he said it's the turn of the... GOP to win. It wouldn't matter who the candidate would be, according to this professor's formula, and it's worked out for him for 20 years. It's the Republican who's going to win. 87% chance. We'll talk to him later. I also received some emails from women who support Donald Trump, and that was in March of this year. I read them to you at the time, and there was great um, affirmative response to the content of the emails. So I thought, I'll read them to you again now, some five months later, and find out whether or not, No, not right now, later on in the show, find out if you have the same level of support. Plus, I asked one of the two women, sent her an email this week, and I said, would you just have a look at what you wrote in March, and let me know whether you still agree with what you wrote then. She sent me an extensive email back, and I'll read that to you. Now, I want to begin with this do women have less credibility than men if a woman says she was sexually and or otherwise assaulted? And a case in point would be a Facebook posting that I received from someone named Val, and it was in response to the hour broadcast we did with Marlene Hope, the retired detective from the Calgary Police Service. She retired last August. And Marlene told us, among other things, that in a meeting with senior officers, she was already a sergeant, one of the senior officers said to her, spread your legs. That's how the meeting began. Do women have less credibility than men? And I ask that because Val's posting to my Facebook page read this way, always the females complaining, or should I say whining, suck it up. That's what she said. Gloria Allred is one of the most famous lawyers anywhere. She's in Los Angeles. She represents women who charge Bill Cosby with sexual assault. She's a human rights lawyer, but she represents a lot of women. She's on the line. We're going to go to her in 30 seconds. I just want to play 30 seconds of what Marlene Hope, the retired detective from Calgary, said was last week. Let's listen.
1: There were instances within the police service where I experienced bullying by people within leadership. And uh, that began for me in 2009, uh, 2010, so after 20 years of service, and it ultimately ended in 2015 when I felt that uh, the forces were against me and uh, for the sake of my health and that of my family, I chose to retire.
0: For the sake of my health? For the sake of my family, I chose to retire. Gloria Allred joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. By the way, she wrote a column with her partner in the law firm for the New York Daily News earlier in the week about Donald Trump. We'll talk about that later, Miss Allred. Thank you for taking the time. It's always it's almost inevitable that when a woman accuses, and it's happened many times on this program recently, a woman accuses someone in the workplace of sexual harassment, sexual abuse, bullying, and other. Uh, actions that that create a toxic workplace, another woman will speak negatively about that woman's experience. Is that something that you encounter, and if you do, how do you explain it?
1: Yeah, well, hi, thanks very much for inviting me, Roy, and thanks for all the good work you do by helping to provide a voice to these very courageous women who have served their communities uh, in law enforcement or in some other way, and who, uh, for uh, unfortunately, have been uh, victimized uh, by uh, sexism, sexual harassment, uh, even though they have been making an important contribution to their community. Uh, by the way, I don't know if Val is a female or, or a, a male. Does Val identify the gender?
0: Or uh, we we we, th- we think we're quite. We're sure, we're reasonably sure that it's a female.
1: Okay, so we're not 100% sure, but either way, uh, the point is this, that, you know, we do need to do a lot more education about what women face in the the workplace, and I always think education uh, is is an important uh, element in all of this. Let's start with the fact that, uh, you know, everyone deserves equal employment opportunity and that if a woman uh, or a man is faced with sexual harassment in the workplace, that is a denial of the right to equal employment opportunity. Because it means they have to run the gauntlet of what are they going to do if they're sexually harassed? Uh, Are they going to say no, uh, that the advances or statements or behavior are of a sexual nature are unwelcome? Uh, or are they going to go along with whatever is being requested either directly or uh, you know not so directly uh, so it puts them in a no-win situation from the start uh, because if they go along with it then uh, then the perpetrator may who is uh, you know may decide well you know what I'm tired of this person and I'm going to get rid of them or if they don't go along with it, then the perpetrator may go into ego shock, either, and and say, I don't want them in the workplace anymore. Uh, and so that's difficult. It's also extremely difficult for the women who are first, in other words, who are the minority in, in an otherwise male-dominated uh, workforce, which is what law enforcement has traditionally been, where females have not been the majority as they are in the population, but have been the first. It's always, you know, difficult for the first and they are often faced with many many barriers and that's why i have so much admiration for them that when they're able to succeed they're able to overcome so much and they open up the pathway for other women which is extremely important so um, all i can say is sometimes you know people jump to conclusions they don't know all the facts and the victim is not able to give them all the facts because she is involved in litigation or she doesn't want to be sued by the perpetrator uh, or, uh, you know, she's concerned about how this will affect her career in the future. Uh, so there are many reasons why all of the information cannot be provided to the public, but the public and the court of public opinion, you know, wants to come to a conclusion instantly, even though there's been no trial, there may never may be a trial where they can learn everything that is admissible, Um, And so it's a very difficult situation, there's a lot of victim blaming going on. Here's the thing to remember most of all, there's a power imbalance in the workplace. In other words, sexual harassment usually takes place where a person in power takes advantage of a more vulnerable person, a person who has less power. And after all, you know, in a way it's a captive situation in the workplace, where, I mean, the woman really needs her job. She really needs, and for many of them, it's not just a job, it's a career. And she wants to be able to advance. And, you know, she wouldn't even make these allegations if, if, if she couldn't find some other way to avoid making them. Um, so she doesn't want to be placing herself at risk. So I do think that people should not engage in victim-blaming and victim-shaming and jumping to conclusions about victims. Uh, It's sexist to say someone, a woman, is whining. Um, Another way to look at it is maybe she's just asserting her right to be free of sexual harassment, to have a workplace that is free of that, not hostile, because of uh, workplace harassment. So let's not jump to judgment. Let's let's at least keep an open mind, uh, you know, at the minimum, um, or, you know, if you want to go as far as to say let's support the person who's making the allegations, you can do that as well. But I don't think people should might right away, you know, be blaming her and judging her and coming to conclusions which may not be accurate about her. I mean, if this were your daughter, would you want people to start criticizing her from the get-go? And having a chilling effect on other women asserting claims, I don't think
0: so. Well, we've heard so many, um, so many stories, so many incidents, so many accountings of what's taken place from our guests, and some of them are going to join me throughout the hour. Um, do you find that? And I've heard this said that lawyers, when they're defending, or at least when there's, a, when there's a sexual assault case, and if you try not to have women on the jury because women will be more uh, difficult to to persuade. That a man is in fact guilty. Do lawyers prefer to have male jurors?
1: You know, I, I really think it depends on the case and uh, depends on the the life experience uh, uh, of jurors, and that's you know why we are able to question jurors or the court is able to question jurors before they are seated and chosen as jurors. So I don't want to get involved in any kind of sexist conclusion here about men can't do this, or men can do this, and women can't do this. Um, you know, I think it really depends on the person, and that's what's important. But, you know, you mentioned my column, uh, my op-ed piece in the New York Daily News this week about sexual Donald Trump and sexual harassment. You know, I, I felt that his his initial comments... Which uh, you talk about in his article that, uh, you know, his initial comments that if his daughter were sexually harassed, I, quote, I'd like to think she'd find another career or find another company if that was the case, yeah. end quote. Well, I mean, what about women in the military? I mean, can they just, women officers there who are serving their country, uh, can they just leave the military if they're sexually harassed? Or should they kind of put up, put out, or get out, or, you know, or, or just shut up? I, I don't think so. Uh, I think we need them to do what they think is best in this situation. I mean, their law laws to protect women, and, um, and, and they, don't, they can continue to stay where they are. They can continue their careers. They can insist that the perpetrators get out or, or curtail their behavior and face consequences. That's the kind of point of view that we should have, and that's what I think Donald Trump has failed to appreciate.
0: As these situations become more public, the ones we've been talking about you're commenting on, I'll ask you this final question. As these situations become more public, do you get a sense the situations are improving for women? That there's more willingness to say, yeah, I believe this is actually happening. There's far there's far too much smoke for there not to be fired.
1: Well, let me just say, Roy, that my experience 40 years as a sexual harassment attorney is that the good news is, the, you know the bad news is that sexual harassment is still rampant it's still severe it's still pervasive but the good news is that more and more women know what their rights are and they're willing to assert their rights and i think that's what's important uh you know it's easy to you know side with the person who was accused like a a, a rich powerful famous person or a person in in an authority but the the person who you've never heard of the accuser the victim you know, we need to keep an open mind about her, too. And uh, we want women to assert their rights. Otherwise, what's the point of having rights if they're going to be afraid to assert them because people are going to just jump on them and criticize them and try to, you know, try to hurt them? Um, so I, I, I think that that's what we need to do. And, again, think about it. If we were your daughter, she were victimized. What would you want other people to do or say when she makes that allegation?
0: All right, Ms. Allred, thank you very much for the time. It's always a pleasure
1: Thank you. To you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Gloria Allred joining us from Los Angeles. There's also a role for men to play, and I'm talking about the men who are the husbands, the boyfriends, the sons, the brothers of women who are sexually and otherwise harassed in the workplace. If you know it's going on, then what's your role? Do you simply advise, get another job as Donald Trump? did or do you say I'm not going to accept this I will do something about it I think there's a role for men to play and something like that happened in my life I'll talk about it in a bit when we come back Atoya Montague is going to be joining us from the RCMP she's one of the first women I talked to about the issue of sexual harassment she has a lawsuit going against the RCMP she's been listening to Gloria allred And we'll come back in a minute.